you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist. So please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health assistance or therapy you feel you may be needing. If you're listening to this introduction, we have officially entered season two of Still I Rise. I'm very excited to talk to you guys more about this journey because it's officially been a year since I've started my journey as a survivor of narcissistic abuse and dealing with somebody who was addicted to methamphetamines. And uh, if you are a new listener to this podcast, I welcome you with open arms. However, if your journey is still fresh, I strongly recommend that you listen to season one of Still I Rise, the earlier episodes, as I feel that it might be more helpful to your situation. As I continue on with season two, I'm very excited to be sharing with you guys upcoming projects and some of, you know, the updated stories that have been going on afterwards. As I know that I have been missing in action for a few months, I'm excited to share with you guys some of the stories that went on. And I do continue to hope that this will help. So thanks again for listening. I look forward to this brand new journey with you all. I'm watering everybody else's, but I'm forgetting mine. That's not a good thing. So with that, I'm going to cut this a little bit short because I do have to get back to work and... Just remember to take care of yourself as well. I know that's the many, I usually talk about that in a lot of my episodes, but you know, here in season two, I want to just really focus on, you know, building yourself and healing and becoming a better version of yourself and just self-care, you know, as you're working on you. But with that being said, if you're going through some stuff, big hug from me to you, and we'll get through this together. Once again, thank you for listening. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. Hello there, and thank you for tuning in. It's been a while. This is the second episode of Season 2 of Still I Rise. I'm excited because I have not recorded in quite some time, and I do hope that I can provide some good insights for you guys today. So, I've been absent, and I have been absent because I have been trying my best to just stay focused on things, and, you know, unfortunately, things have not really been going my way lately. It's been very difficult. I found myself just sometimes in a funk, and... I worry about things and I start getting really bad anxiety and I've had really bad meltdowns lately. And so yes, even after a year that does happen and it's not specifically, you know, 
due to what has happened. But, you know, this is me healing. And, you know, the PTSD is still going to be there. You know, I'm going to continue to doubt myself. I'm going to continue to just beat myself up, which is just bad. And, of course, because now that I'm a single mom, I find myself doing things for everybody and just trying to make sure that my kids are okay. But sometimes I forget to make sure that I'm okay. I put everybody else first. And I know that might sound like kind of a drama queen statement, but it truly is, you know? That's honestly the truth. I find myself just battling with, okay, I got to make sure I have this done. And then it's like sometimes it's like it looks like there's going to be setbacks and I worry over nothing. I find myself worrying about like, well, what if this day comes and blah, blah, blah. But I usually have the mentality that things will work itself out. Lately, I've not been able to bring myself to that mentality. Yeah, it, I do at times, but it's been a lot more difficult. One of the reasons why I have also been absent is because I just wanted to make sure that I'm stable for you guys. I don't want to be in a bad state of mind and recording, but I've always promised you guys transparency, and so here it is. But I'm going to go ahead and... Take a quick break so we can hear a brief word from our sponsors. So as I said, I have been focused on just, I don't know, sometimes maybe you guys could relate to to this, but it's like I find myself very withdrawn and just getting in my own head and just having trouble focusing on things. Um, Work has been difficult to focus. Um, even with my business, I found myself, um, I'm, I'm there, but I'm not 100% present. Um, I don't know if I had a burnout or, or what, and I ended up getting myself very sick just this past week. I had the flu, and you know, I think it has a lot to do with the stress that I had, and just a lot of emotions played a part of that. And as I mentioned, it was super bad to where my apartment looked just a mess and I just couldn't get myself together. And so, you know, one day I decided, okay, like earlier this weekend, I just shampooed my carpets and I started cleaning up. I started talking to the boys and telling them that they needed to help out because I think I was just getting a burnout. And it's okay. You just got to make sure that you recognize that. I have found that it is, it has been a little bit more difficult to get myself out of a funk, probably because I'm already used to the lifestyle of living on my own. And you know what I mean? It's like, but then it makes me wonder, okay, obviously there are certain things that I need to work on as an individual. And this is that journey where I believe you get to, you know, become more acquainted with yourself. After all of that drama just fades away, you're just like, okay, how do I heal now? You know, I mean, the drama has been there. There's been a few things here and there. And it's like, I find that there's no reason for me to talk about it to others anymore. Or, you know, I do continue to share my story when the moment is, you know, I mean, when it calls for it, when the moment is right, but when it calls for it, because I want to, I want to show others that you can get out of these type of situations. 
But I try not to get my mind tangled up with those things because I don't want to to be distracted. And um, there was a point during the last few months where things arose and um, I found myself involved in something that I shouldn't have been involved in. And it ended up like interfering with my sleep. It interfered with my way of thinking. And I just realized it was no longer serving me and it was bad. And you know, it's like my kids ended up seeing me at my worst and they need to see me happy and that that's what I need in my life, you know. So as of right now, I'm really just trying to work out all the kinks and um, just trying to figure out how I can get things going again. Not that things have slowed down, but, you know, I mean, we have a lot of awesome things happening within the next um, month. So we're going to be pretty busy. My team and I have been really working hard on things and I'm excited because it's new exposure to, you know, well, to our campaign and it's exposure to, you know, the community. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, I know I probably don't sound like it, but I am. It's something to look forward to and I always feel that I have to always have something to look forward to. Does that make any sense? And so here it is. It's like being a mom, being a single mom, it, it's so tiring. One of the things I did, I found myself to be very emotional the past few months. It was a mess. It was a mess. So I had to take a step back and just kind of reevaluate my entire situation. What is it that's triggering these emotions? What is it that's causing me to be you know, sad or depressed or anxious. What is it? You know, can I control it? If I can't control it, I just have to let it be. So one Sunday, or I'm sorry, it was um, Saturday. Or maybe it was, no, it was on Labor Day. It was on Labor Day. I found that my kids were actually at my mom's house and I was just excited to go get them that Sunday and all of a sudden, my kids were just like, well, you know, we're still playing. And, you know, so I ended up just saying, okay, fine, I'll just pick you guys up on Monday. And I was, in fact, kind of sad about it because I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be alone again. And so what I ended up doing was I pushed my eyelash appointment sooner which worked out and then I ended up getting a massage which was much needed but I was in a lot of pain and since that massage after that I got sick so I think what ended up happening was there was a lot of uh, tension and just probably bad juju in those muscles and that was released after I got my massage it was pretty bad you know I I really needed it and maybe I needed to get sick to just get everything out, just to detoxify my body, detoxify my mind. Um, I'm not 100% detoxified in my mind and I still go through some depression times from time to time. I find myself kind of um, going backwards at times, but I'm able to really put myself back in check and recognize that I have to do certain things, but there's a lot that I do need to work on. So... I just have to say, my friends, again, it's okay to not be okay, but just recognize when you're not okay. Don't burn yourself out to the point where 
you just collapse and you can't get up for a while and you have to recover. It's not healthy. I need to start recognizing that again. I need to start like pulling back when I feel that I'm being burnt out and I need to have that me time because I need to take care of myself. You cannot take care of yourself or you cannot take care of those you love if you are not taking care of yourself. That's like a, you know, that's a pretty known fact. So I have to make sure that I'm happy and I got to make sure that, you know, I am and I have that peace of mind. So, you know, as for my children, it's like I'm doing my best to really have them um, be less glued to the TV. And lately I've noticed that they have been playing outside with the neighbors and I'm so happy about that. You know, it's like they're interacting, they're, they're playing soccer, they're skateboarding, and it's just like how it was in the 90s when I was growing up. So I'm happy about that, you know. And I do know that I do have to get myself financially stable. Well, not that I'm not stable, but get myself in a financial status where I could provide for them a whole lot more. You know, I'm looking forward to having the ability to take them on more trips. You know, not just for business, but for fun as well. I look forward to that. I look forward to more good memories. I took them to Dallas, and they had a blast on the plane, and just the traveling alone was just great. And I remember telling my CEO that they were going to be my new travel buddies, so I'm very excited about that. But I know that I have to work hard for that. I know that I have to be a much better businesswoman and a much better, you know, um, director towards my team. And, you know, of course, I know I have to be a better mom and that's what I have to work on, you know. So here's one of the dangers that I think is that tends to come with, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to discourage anybody from anything. But when you date after, you know, being a single parent, you know, you really have to find the balance and your partner really has to understand where you're coming from. It's not going to be easy because you guys are definitely going through so many different adjustments. Everybody has to adjust, not just you, not just that person, but the children have to adjust. So it's like things need to be taken very carefully. Um, everyone has to be very mindful and things need to be, you know, um, you guys need to think things through very carefully. So I've basically had, a, you know, I've had some talks with Philip, and I have told him that, you know, we both need to focus on being good parents, you know, even while we're still together or not still, but while we're still, while we're together, I keep saying still poor choice of words, but you know, when you're dating as, you know, single parents, it can be very challenging you know, because you then realize that, you know, it's not like the typical dating as when you were in high school where you could just, you know, see each other whenever you, you, you want and have the alone time whenever you want. No, it doesn't work that way. But as parents, you just got to be understanding. And so for me personally, I have a lot on my plate. I have my work. I have my children. I have my business. And I do my best to accommodate what I can. And I find myself being that Stretch Armstrong person. 
but you know I really have to make sure that I'm taking care of things that's going to you know benefit my future and so you know I've made sure that Philip is understanding of that he may have challenges with it but if he truly cares he will be understanding and for those that are dating just understand and just remember that you do have goals you do have a purpose of you know what you're doing and just don't lose sight of it it's okay to date but just make sure that you are not losing sight of what you were supposed to do in the beginning also be very mindful of you know how your relationship is going if it seems like it's becoming another toxic relationship which you know we're all very smart we know the signs and symptoms of a toxic relationship get out of there as soon as you can because you did not just go through you know years of hell just so you could swing back into another one and be trapped you know, be in a relationship because that person makes you feel good and makes you feel happy. Don't be in a relationship just for the sake of being in one and because you're afraid of being alone. You need to learn how to become your own best company. And, you know, for a while I lost sight of that. And, um, you know, I realized that I missed myself. And, um, you know... I had to take a step back off of a few things and um, just really look at what needed tending. It's just like watering plants. You know, you look at certain plants that you've neglected to to tend to and it's like it starts dying and, you know, you, you realize, oh, crap, this is my plant. <laughs> I'm watering everything.